0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 441 of the Stable Scoop Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible.
0: Our sponsors this week are Horselovers.com, the Fairfield Inn in Lexington, Kentucky, and Uncle Jimmy's Brand Products. Lindy Griffith from Pathfinding Ponies explains the Gestalt coaching method, Gail Stewart with Horses in History on the anniversary of Mr. Ed, and an auditor review of the Noble Outfitters Large Animal Wound Care Spray, all on today's show. Listen in.
2: Welcome to the Stable Scoop. With weekly shows delivered right to you.
3: With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. they bring bringing the news through hail, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for stable school.
0: This is Glenda Geek.
1: And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network.
0: Well, everybody, I know there's a conversation going on in our auditor room. Uh, well, they have a separate auditor page just for the auditors that are trying to get fit, you know, exor- actual exercise and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want you to know that Helena and I are both standing at our standing desk doing the show today. So yes, sir. That's yes, our sir. contribution to getting fit. We're actually yes, standing, <laughs> not sitting. Yeah. So,
1: and I made it around two and three quarter miles yesterday at a nice little jog. Really? Yes.
0: Wow. Yes. In the snow? With your uh, <laughs> with your snowshoes on?
1: Well, you know what's funny is it, it's New England. So, you know, give the weather a day and it'll change completely. All 14 inches of snow is gone. What? Oh yeah, gone. We have green grass. Oh wow. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> there you go. It'll be mm-hmm. back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, exercise. We, we, had this, we have this goal in mind this year. I have a little leg issue. I have to get finished first. But Jennifer and I had this goal. We thought if we planned our vacation around something physical that we'd actually have to get in shape for, it, then it would force us to actually exercise.
1: Dude, that's why Buck and I go to the Caribbean, just so we can lose the
0: winter weight. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we thought about hiking, and the, there's this trip. you, you got. If, if Buck didn't have his issue, it would be so much fun to do it with you guys. But uh, you go to the Rocky Mountains, and there's this glamping hiking trip that, where you don't have to sleep in tents or nothing. But yeah, yeah. you actually hike 8 to 10 miles in the Rocky Mountains on, on certain trails, and this company picks you up. And you stay in a different bed and breakfast each night along the trail. So you get nice nice room and nice everything in the evening, but they actually move your luggage and everything. So all you have to take is your day pack, and you do the hikes, but you don't have to camp in a tent.
1: That sounds awesome. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so glamping. <laughs> gorgeous i need to
0: do this yeah but when i first mentioned i
1: can find the nearest bar
0: <laughs> he can just hang <laughs> we out we can
1: facetime him from the trail
0: <laughs> but i just thought that sounded like fun we loved hiking in in the rocky mountains when we were there last time but you know sleeping in a tent and setting it up and you know all of that didn't appeal to us and you know actually having a bathroom at night and everything was kind of an appeal to us so yeah. we this was perfect and who knew they actually had places that did this
1: I yeah. had no idea. I had. <laughs> I really like to hike. I I like to hike. I hate carrying all my stuff though, because then it just feels like going back and forth from the driveway to the house with groceries. Right. It's, <laughs> it's not right. exactly hiking. You, you have to carry something, but I do like traipsing through the woods. I, the other thing too is there was a comedy routine on the other day. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. We were talking. He was talking about hiking. Like, what's I I don't get it. He's like, you go out into the woods. And you, you basically make a big loop. You come back and you end up where you started. You, you don't get anywhere. You don't arrive at anything. There's no reward. That's
0: why <laughs> so I, I like ca- this because it's like five days. But you're you're doing different trails each day and you're kind of moving down the pike, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so.
1: and you can take a hot shower at the end of yeah, each exactly. day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm all about the hot shower.
0: When I watch these videos of the people who've hiked the Appalachian Trail and how, how absolutely gross they get, Because they haven't showered or, you know, none of them actually pack any deodorant. They said, "Why you don't even bother. Uh, So, you know, and then I think, you know, that's not really for me. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that's nice about this company is if you get like eight miles into your 10-mile hike and you're just too tired to go on, they'll come get you. (laughs) They have a four-wheeler and they'll actually, they'll find a way to come out and retrieve you. So I kind of liked all of that.
1: You know what? I feel kind of gross. Like this is so perfect for me. It's so wrong, and yet I did think I about so you. I still want to do it.
0: <laughs> I did think about you. Uh, we could just set. So uh, cool. We could set. We could set Buck up at you know some place all day, and then he could just meet us. You know, there's lots of touristy things to do. He could go out and do stuff, and then uh, you can come with us, or bring Grace along, and just you and Grace come with us.
1: Oh, that would be wonderful. Wouldn't
0: that be fun? Mother, daughter, and uh, aunt and uncle adventure.
1: That would be pretty fabulous. <laughs> Where is it again? What? What? In the state? Rocky Mountains. It's. But what uh, town? Uh,
0: Colorado. It's, it leaves out of Estes Park. Estes which Park. Which okay. happens to be one of the most beautiful towns we've ever seen in our lives. So
1: wanna, I'm going to Google. I'm going to do a Google I'll image. I'll send search you a link
0: not? also to the company so you can okay. see what that's like. <laughs> Sounds like cool. fun. Alright, well we have a show to do. Let's get on with our show. Uh, first we're going to hear a little bit from Horselovers.com and then on to Lindy Griffith from Pathfinding Pony. Well, you know, we've been talking for a year now about Horselovers.com and the sales just keep on coming over there. If you head over to Horselovers.com right now, and I'm I this is uh, Tuesday as we're recording it, they have a 36-hour sale on Troxel stuff. They have free gifts with select Troxel helmets from hats to shirts. It's just all kinds of cool stuff all the time. They have these boots that I thought of you. It's uh, horse rider boots and footwear in that section. They have rain boots that have horse uh, very bright horse designs on them. And you should see Helena's collection of rubber boots.
1: I Uh, have no rubber boots right now. I have no rubber boots right now. I've worn them all out. Yes.
0: Oh, because you've you, we've seen Helena in every design of rubber boot, especially if they're colorful, that you can imagine. Well, I did not know that there were all of these colored rubber boots in the world. I'm looking at chickens. I'm looking at medieval designs. I'm looking at sunshines. <laughs> I'm looking at horses. Uh, what else they got on here? They have camouflage ones, and then they have uh, camouflage horse ones. There are 48... Different selections in rubber boots at uh, horselovers.com. Plus, they have the shoes. They have the slogger shoes, too, so if you don't want the tall boots. They have stripes. I mean, just everything you can imagine here. Uh, uh, They have Native American designs. And this is just one section. You know, when they say they have the largest selection of products on the Internet, I believe them because if you've got 48 selections of rubber boots, you have a large selection of products. So head on over there. Check them all out today. But be sure to check every day because the sales change. Like the 36-hour flash sale on carrots will be something else by the time you listen to this show. So you constantly have to be going and looking. They also, uh, on RFD-TV... They did put out the second of the winners for their sweepstakes this year. So you have to go over to the website at horselovers.com and see more about that, their makeover sweepstakes that we advertised. They put out the second of the winners and the TV show about that. It was really good. I watched it the other day. And you can find out where to find that at horselovers.com as well. We thank them for their support. And now, Helena, we're coming up on our first guest, aren't we?
1: We are coming up on our first guest. This is intriguing to me because I'm always interested in how horses can help human beings. And, you know, I kind of wing it. I really never know what I'm doing when I'm working with my horses. But this lady seems to know a little bit more than I do. We're going to welcome Lindy Griffith. She's from Pathfinding Ponies. And what she does is called Gestalt Coaching, which is a method of psychotherapy involving the horse. The horse is sort of your your prop. And... Um, It sounds a little touchy-feely, and it is, but as most of us know, including me, that, you know, our horses can help us in a lot of ways. They can help us heal. They can help us overcome challenges. They can uh, put us in our places, (laughs) which I know all very well. well. Um, So this is, but this is a very structured old method for specifically helping people with emotional issues. So we're going to welcome Lindy and see what she has to share with us about the Gestalt method. Well, welcome, Lindy, to the Stable Scoop radio show. We're happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I've heard of the um, equine gestalt method before, but I can't tell you what it's about. I I know that it's something good and it has to do with uh, human psychotherapy And of course, anything that involves horses to that end is fascinating to me. Uh, For our listeners who have never heard about it, and for me, explain to us what, what the Gestalt coaching method is.
4: Certainly. Gestalt was developed by Fritz Perls. It is a German word for wholeness, and it's a form of psychotherapy, and it's about being in the present moment and feeling things at a somatic level which is why the horses are so great about it. So instead of talk therapy or helping people get over things, people are able to process things somatically through their bodies, whether it happened a long time ago or it's something that is is current for them. And once they've done that, they're able to move forward without having that baggage, if you will, in their life.
1: Hmm. So... For those of us who've been working with horses for a long time, we have seen that horses can help us feel better in a lot of ways from the littlest of littles to the oldest of olds. Um, What exactly does the horse do in this particular method other than just be a horse? How, how does it, how do they connect with the patient?
4: What's beautiful, Helena, is that the horses read people's energy and as horsemen Everybody has seen people who are nervous beyond belief and their horse responds to that. Um, What our horses do in the Gestalt method is when a person, and in any method actually, if a person is consistent with their head, their heart, their feelings, and their energy, the horse is right there with the person. So, But if a person gets into their head and they're thinking things or they're saying things that they may believe to be true, but isn't the personal truth. The horse has nothing to do with them. So the so, horses do everything. They, they confirm a person's authenticity.
1: All right. Give me an example of how that would manifest, a specific example of okay. a situation um, where a person would be inauthentic and what the horse would do. How how would okay. that manifest in his or her behavior?
4: Okay. It was really. It was my final exam up in Amherst, Virginia, I brought both of my horses because I didn't want to be that person who like the mom on the little league team, whose son is going to be the next Nolan Ryan pitcher Yeah. and not all horses, all horses have the natural ability to do this, but certain horses, you know, they've, they've been through so much. They just aren't, you know, they're, they aren't there. It's not fair to ask them. And so I wanted Melissa Pierce, who's the founder of the Touch by Horse program, to assess my horses and have my horses have the opportunity to work in front of her so that if one of them just wasn't appropriate or both of them, for heaven's sake, I wouldn't be subjecting them to something that wasn't right. Um, I had a, there was a client in the arena. She had been through a lot of trauma um, through an abusive relationship, and then she'd gotten really, really sick. She had anxiety. She had butterflies in her stomach. And when she was walking around the arena, my horse chief, he initially, when she was walking around the arena, she, was, she wasn't even talking. She was just thinking about her situation and her life. My horse was disassembling the round pen with his little horse lips. And people are running around tying up the, the round pen with lead ropes. He was taking those little... Um, Posts up and out, which was lovely. And then we came upon the correct question. She had been telling herself in her heart that she had this. She was okay. Everything was all right. That wasn't her truth. And when she was thinking that, the horse wasn't connected.
1: What was the this but, when she said, I pardon? got this? When she, she said, I well, got this, what was the this?
4: Her this was, I'm okay. I can survive this. I don't need help. I'm, I'm survive this. What,
1: what was she trying to do?
4: Oh, she was in an, she was going to stay in an area where she had an abusive relationship.
1: Oh, okay. So this was something, this was a situation that was outside of the arena at the time. This was a life situation.
4: Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. So she's, she's thinking about this, she's processing this. Yep. She's processing that. And, and it's, you know, we're raised that, you know, you buck up and you, you cowgirl up and you're going to be all right and you can do this and you're strong and all this stuff. And so she's walking around thinking that. And then the question was asked, what would think of someone who's meant a lot to you? And, you know, the right question was asked and what would they tell you to do right now? And without saying a word, She flew across the arena, joined up with her, started walking right behind her. And at that point, she, you know, we asked, What are you thinking in this moment? She said, I can't stay in this town anymore. And she started Hmm. crying. She said, I need to leave. I can't stay here. I need to go someplace else. And it was something she knew in her heart. It was inside her it was outside her awareness, but in her heart And by doing that, she, by chief doing that, she was able to recognize that she really, her truth was, at least for short term, she needed to go someplace else. Whereas the other side of her had been telling her, you know what, I'm not going to get pushed around or whatever it was she was thinking. But it was something that she truly believed with all of her heart. So she wasn't being inauthentic, but a lot of times we have beliefs or, or thoughts that we've been carrying around for a long, long time could be something that we believe from when we were really little that someone told us. We believe it to be true, or we want it to be true so bad we've got ourselves to believe it. But if we don't believe, if it's not true, the horse knows that, and they know that. And I see that through their their body language their connection with the person.
1: So the horse um, sort of picked up on that energy and decided to stop playing around with the round pen and instead to join up with this this person who has this new energy.
4: Yes. She came from her head and into her heart, and everything was aligned, and then the horse was right there.
1: Hmm. Was she surprised?
4: Yeah. Yes, she was. Were she you was. surprised? No. No, I was, I never know what the person's truth is going to be because it's their own truth. Yeah. However, when the horses are so consistent, I had that happen on Sunday. I had another person over and uh, my other horse, Max, did the exact same thing. The person, only the person was there right from the beginning. Um, She had something going on. Really, she was feeling really deeply emotionally and he was following right with her. And as she's working on, on her things, um, when he, Max would go away, I would know that I'm not asking the right questions. I need to reframe the question. I have to get my client grounded. I have to get her back so that she can find what she needs to find.
0: Fascinating. I think this happens, so, you know, as horse people, I think this happens to us all the time. We're just, we don't really think that deeply about it. You know, we're out at the barn every day. Um, Exactly. You know know what I mean? It's just, you know, it happens every day. We just don't, we're just not thinking about it in those terms.
4: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Because I know there are
0: days my pony hates me, and it's probably the days that I am just not in a mood. Right. And or well, your head is someplace else. Right. Or he senses that. Right. Exactly. And I you know, of course we just say, Well, he hates me today. We blame the pony because that's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's
4: right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And it can change your relationship with your horse or pony completely because Probably more
0: so need... even a pony, 'cause they they got attitude anyway. Um <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah. I had a pony named Pixie, and oh my goodness. um, When I get to heaven, I've got a lot of explaining and and apologizing to (laughs) do to that little pony. (laughs) She she earned her carrots, that's for sure.
1: Well, you know, it's. I think with um, this is part of the reason why a lot of horses and ponies will behave one way with children and another way with adults. Uh, Children haven't quite developed the coping mechanisms. Those those basic life coping me- mechanisms that most of us adults develop over time. And so they're, they're far more in the now they're present, they're pure, you know, they kind of digest things on the fly. I haven't I know developed the is,
0: angst that we have. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: They're, they're consistently, um, Good you point. know, I, this, this has happened. I, I can't even tell you how many times where my horse has behaved one way with me and then completely different with my daughter and other children or, uh, less able-bodied riders, let's say like, look at this little punk, you know, he, he, we had the the battle of wills two days ago and here he is just trotting around or cantering around, picking up the correct lead, you know, and I always say that you have to ask yourself, uh, you know, when, when your horses, there's a conversation that's happening and, and it really isn't a conversation that comes from your intellectual center. It has to come from a different Center, and I'm guessing, Lindy, that the Gestalt method helps the person who's having trouble um, kind of get into that space, get out of their head, and into this other space. Do, uh, but but in order to do that, I think they have to be really willing and trusting of the process. What in what kinds of state does your do your clients come to you in? Are they like, yes, I'm ready for this, or are, are they still a little closed off and it? take some extra effort to get them open and willing to get into this new space?
4: A lot of that depends on the client's typology, their temperament, because some individuals just by nature tend to be more in their head and other people just naturally come from from their heart and they're more grounded. So if a person is sitting there thinking about the next thing or, gee, what do I need at the grocery store or something like that, I go through more preparation work so that they're ready to to find themselves. Interesting. Because it just it's it's very and I, I was able to relate to that because when I went into the program, uh, my background is engineering. We're about thought, thinking. We're in our head all the time, and feeling is something that. And feeling and being grounded and sitting still, for some people, comes more naturally than others. And it's something that I really worked on while I was in the program. Mm. And it's interesting because, by, as you guys were saying about watching your horses, I can tell from my horse's response how well I'm doing in that area. So I've had an opportunity to hone that skill over the past few years. And it's, it's, it's interesting. And when I'm working with clients, it's beautiful because the horses can teach – boundaries like like nobody's business and one of the things i love to do is help people with connecting to themselves and then getting clarity around what they want and giving them confidence and when you take someone who doesn't have a lot of self confidence who's never been around a horse and they learn that with their energy and their intentions they can they can move they can move a horse or they you know they can do the things that i'm sure you've seen people do they take that back into their daily life and like, Mm. wow, you know what I went in there and I respected the horse and I acted and asked nicely and the horse moved and it's really empowering for people.
1: And these are typically folks who have no horse experience before coming to you.
4: I have both. I have, I've had both. And actually the people without the horse experience are, are easier clients. (laughs)
0: Sure. Yeah, sure. I bet oh, that's what everybody says. That does <laughs> it does horse type things.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Lindy, where can people find out more about uh, this method and and your services?
4: Okay. Well, first of all, on the method, the certification program that I was in was touched by a horse dot com. So it's just like it sounds. You know, t- you know, touched com. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the equine Gestalt method. Um, so it's E G C Method dot com. My business is Pathfinding Ponies, IES for pathfindingponies.com. dot com. So I'm there and I'm on Facebook uh, to learn more and there's you know videos and all kinds of things there. Um, and some of the things, you know. If anybody has any questions or anything, I have, I have um, monthly meetings um, with women. I have a drop-in group um, once a month. We offer retreats, um, private coaching, and
1: packages. Great. Well, we're going to put some links up in our show notes so that our listeners can find you easily. And thank you very much, Lindy, for sharing these these stories and letting me pick your brain. Sometimes I like to dig in kind of deep, so I appreciate your uh, your willingness to go there with me. Do you, Lindy, it's a fascinating do you have process.
0: a program for a guy who doesn't like to think at all? Is there <laughs> is there one for me? Like- uh,
4: oh, there's. There is one for everybody, and if you ever, <laughs> if you ever want, I would be more than happy to come visit, and we could just do some just fun exercises because it's not all deep. Sometimes you know we can That's do very good light things.
0: As the listeners just know, I'm not good at deep, so no, he's you know, not. <laughs>
1: he's good at food, pretty Thanks, much. Lindy. That's not what he's good at.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All would right. be, would be honored to show you anytime. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Thanks a lot, Lindy. <laughs> bye. Take care.
0: The Horse Radio Network is excited to announce a new partnership with the Fairfield Inn North by Marriott in Lexington, Kentucky for Road to the Horse and Rolex. The Fairfield Inn North is right off Newtown Pike and Route 64 near the Cracker Barrel and only 10 minutes from the horse park the back way, you know, the low traffic way. The Fairfield Inn North has spacious rooms that are being completely renovated now and will be ready in time for Road to the Horse. Plus, the Fairfield Inn North offers complimentary breakfast, a free Wi-Fi throughout the hotel, a huge free parking lot, a business center, indoor swimming pool and jacuzzi, outdoor patio with grill, a laundry facility and much more. The Cracker Barrel is located right next door, and there are four other dining options available for breakfast, lunch, and dinner right around the corner. Just for listeners of Horse Radio Network, we have negotiated some great rates for you for Road to the Horse and Rolex. For Road to the Horse, we have the rate down from $160 to $120. If you're going to Rolex, we have the rate down to $199 from $260. There's a very limited number of rooms available at these rates, so call in your reservations as soon as possible. So Search for Fairfield Inn North in Lexington, Kentucky. It's the one on Hackney Place. You must call at your reservation and ask for the Road to the Horse or the Rolex Early Bird Special. So that's the Road to the Horse or Rolex Early Bird Special. Search for Fairfield Inn North by Marriott. Marriott. Well, it's now time for our Horses in History segment that we do every month with Gail Stewart, who wrote the book, 100 Horses in History, True Stories of Horses Who Shaped Our World. And I'm going to give you a little hint of what we're talking about today. Are you ready?
2: Hello. I'm Mr. Red.
0: There's a little hint. Is that what we're talking about, Gail? Hello. (laughs) Yes. Very
3: good. I'm impressed. <laughs> you found that. Yes, Mr. Ed. Well, he, that show debuted 55 years ago this month on January 5th, 1961. And it it has long legs. It's been around a long time. And no, listeners,
0: uh, I did not listen, or I did not watch it when it was originally on. I'm just Yes, you did. No, I did not. I was born in 62. I did watch the reruns when I was a kid. <laughs> it was...
3: It was a long time ago. Um, Yes, he was a very famous horse. The show ran for six seasons. And a funny thing, George Burns, the comedian, financed the very first episode. Oh, wow. Where uh, his, his owner, Wilbur Post, he would talk only to Wilbur Post. And Wilbur basically inherited him at the house he bought from that he and his wife bought, and the owner had left him in the stall and so they they inherited this horse and so Mr. Ed would only talk to Wilbur and got him into all sorts of shenanigans and trouble by by picking up the phone with his teeth and talking and making trouble for everybody. <laughs> Uh, He was a a beautiful uh, Palomino. He was um, half American saddlebred, half uh, Arab mix, and he had been a parade horse named Bamboo Harvester. Oh, I love this. (laughs) I I don't know why. That just made made my heart (laughs) swell up. I was looking at some of the old episodes, and... He is a scream. He um, he crosses his hooves when he's telling a lie, like a child would cross his, his, her fingers. <laughs> uh, he opens the stall door. He goes out. Um, there was one really funny episode that that ran in season four. It was called Leo DeRocher Meets Mr. Ed. And it was in the fourth season. And uh, <laughs> Mr. Ed had on his Los Angeles Dodgers cap and had been watching the Dodgers lose and he could f- he figured out why they were losing and he t- he called Leo DeRocher who was the the coach and made believe that he was um, Wilbur Post and gave them him all sorts of batting tips as to why they were in this batting slump so Leo DeRocher called Wilbur and they all went out to the to Candlestick Park and watched the Dodgers bat and practice batting and finally he 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 picked up the bat. He went over, to basically for a photo op, to to the uh, mound or to the um, to the batting area, and uh, picked up the bat with his teeth and hit it, hit a home run, and ran the bases and (laughs) split into home. And it was just the funniest thing. I I watched it last night and just laughed. It was a bit of a giggle, but it's old, but it's so funny. And (laughs) the TV Guide uh, named it number 73 as um, one of its 100 best television episodes of all time. And you can get, you can watch it, just Google Mr. Uh, excuse me, Leo DeRocher meets Mr. Ed, and it comes up in about four different places. And you can see the whole episode on TV. <laughs> Did on they, the, on is it true
0: computer. that they used peanut butter to get him to move his lips when he was talking?
3: You know what? That, what it was, and Wilbur, the, the man who played Wilbur Post, Alan Young, said that uh, for a long time it was a closely held secret, but it was a combination of peanut butter and something else. And yes, that's right. And it got to where the horse was so smart. He would, when he saw uh, Alan Young coming into a scene, he would just start talking. Sometimes even without the peanut butter mixture. And so they had to devise a way for him to stop talking. And so the trainer <laughs> took a crop and just kind of touched his front legs, and he knew to stop. But but you're right, Glenn. That was what. That's finally what leaked out. It was a, a peanut butter. Uh, Combination Probably like peanut butter
0: else. and honey, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Did he I, ever have? Um, did he ever have
1: like a substitute or an understudy? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a good question. <laughs> no,
1: good question,
3: Helena. No, he didn't.
0: No stunt he doubles.
3: <laughs> no stunt doubles. Um, <laughs> no, he didn't. And he. Uh, it's funny. Even today, I was with a friend, and she put in new doors in her barn. And she called them their Dutch doors, and she called them Mr. Ed doors because you know <laughs> they have a top and a bottom, and they they're really funny. Um, they're 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 nice, but he, Alan. Well, I have
1: to tell that. you about the Dutch doors and the Mr. Ed doors. I mm-hmm. grew up watching Mr. Ed religiously, and I have always wanted to have a Dutch door in my kitchen for that reason. There is <laughs> oh, something and. And anytime I see a house, a picture of a house or a house that has Dutch doors, I get this incredibly comforting, wonderful feeling that comes over me. I want to go and and spend time in this house
3: with this Mr. Ed door. I, I, it, I've had it with me all this time. <laughs> oh, I know. I think they're famous. They're famous as Mr. Ed doors.
0: Do you think that anybody under the age of 30 even knows what we're talking about? Like, would Grace know what, who Mr. Ed was?
1: She knows a Mr. Well don't there's Netflix, you know, yeah, cable but TV. Do they head, actually
0: watch I mean do, do I the do horse kids have the horse kids seen yeah. it? Are teenagers seeing it?
1: I, I I'll tell you, I my fourteen year old loves um, she loves I Love Lucy. She likes really? Full House. Yeah. She likes Mr. Ed. She'll watch these old vintage shows and really get a kick out of it. She gets hooked on them.
0: Well, you know, they're really, uh, the kids are really into, into vintage stuff, aren't they? They're into record players and all that stuff that, you know, we we were so happy to get rid of. Uh,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, and it's different from all the reality stuff that they, they're flooded, saturated with a certain uh, type of media to, these days. So this is kind of a nice break for them to just be simply entertained.
3: Yeah, well, Helena, does she watch it on Netflix? Is that how you get it, or does she uh, stream it from I Hulu, guess YouTube
0: or? probably has them, too, right? She Now
1: she watches it on YouTube, but there was a cable channel a few years ago called Boomerang that uh-huh. had it. I, we don't have cable TV anymore, so I'm not sure if it's still around, but um, Mr. Ed was on Boomerang for a while. Now she just streams it on YouTube or Hulu or oh, so whatever she so you can find.
3: Have her watch, Leo. She will laugh her head off. I have a 14-year-old niece, excuse me, 13-year-old niece who's absolutely horse crazy, and she was visiting, and I pulled it up thinking she would love it. Well, she didn't. She got real indignant, and she said, Auntie Gail, horses cannot talk. And she turned on her <laughs> heel and walked out and was like, well, excuse me.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> this is funny.
3: This is funny. And also, there's a literal there's another... kid. She's
0: going to be an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, she's kind of a snot when it comes to horses. She's in that pony club in Canada, and they're all real serious up there about all. This. <laughs> <laughs> But this morning, also, I uh, watched For all the Canadian episode. listeners,
0: you can reach Gail at uh, gail at uh, horsesandhistory.com. com. Just...
3: Well, somebody, somebody, email me and tell me that you that you watch it because there's another one that's so funny that's Clint Eastwood meets Mr. Ed, and really? he's a very young Clint Eastwood. I'll have to look he's that on one up. Uh, Rawhide. <laughs> and Mr. Ed is wanting to flirt with his um, new his new filly, and so it gets all involved with uh, how he goes over there and he scares Clint Eastwood's housekeeper, and then he and Mr. He and Wilbur Post have all these talks about the horses, and and but it it's it's a riot. And he said, "It's so funny." He said, "Well, why he he Clint Eastwood rode bareback?" Uh, Mr. Ed said that to to um. Wilbur and Wilbur said, No, he didn't. He didn't ride bareback. And he said, Yeah, it's why his show is called Raha <laughs> <Get it? laughs>
0: So I'm going to look that one up. I was a big Clint I, I am a big Clint Eastwood fan, so I have to look that one up. Who knew all of this about Mr. Ed? You know, it, it is one of those. There are a few series that you know that date back 55 years that really transcend generations, like like Mr. Ed. And I think you play that music to anybody that's over 30, and they know exactly <laughs> what it is, right? You, you, yes, you, and oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say well, I, uh, one thing I miss I, in series today is theme music. I really miss that they don't do theme Like MASH. Any one of us that hears that knows exactly what that show was, right? And the other one is uh, Hill Street Blues and, you know, those kind of shows. You know that music because a lot of it became top, you know, became top 20 hits. Um, That's true. Yeah. I do miss that. Well, they define the generation. Yeah.
3: Well, Alan Young wrote a book called Mr. Ed and Me. That's how important this was to him. And he said, said, Mr. Ed was an actor who was humble, always ready to please, asked for so little, and carried me on his back all the way. And I guess they
0: were good friends. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Gail. We we are we are running out of time, but I want to tell everybody they can find your book. Uh, just go to Amazon. You can find it. One hundred horses in history: true stories of horses who shaped our world. Do you have a website or place that you want to send them to?
3: Yes, I do. Uh, Gail G A Y L E at one hundred one zero zero horsesinhistorycom okay, And I'd love you... to hear from anybody. And if anybody has some suggestions for new horses to go into another book, I'd love to hear it.
0: Sounds great. And let's just hear one last time. Hello.
2: <laughs> I'm Mr. Red.
0: <laughs> I get all goofy. I'm <laughs> I know. <skinning> here. <laughs> Thank you,
2: Gail.
3: I'm going to <laughs> smile. Bye. Thanks, guys. Talk Bye, Gail.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, folks. Uncle Jimmy here, and welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy brand products, where funny names mean serious products. Featuring Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns, the squeezably soft hand treat that your horse will love, the award-winning Uncle Jimmy's Hangin' Balls, Uncle Jimmy's Sugar-Free Ball, the incredible Licky Thing, also in Sugar-Free, the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker wrecker and the Big Licky. The infamous Uncle Jimmy Hanging Ball was first designed by me for my own horses to help reduce the bad habits which come from stall boredom. It now can be found around the world. This nutritious, flavored, filled boredom buster will help keep your horses occupied and happy around the clock. Properly hung, it will last for weeks, provided you don't let your horse pin it, and Uncle Jimmy knows who you are. The ball comes in four flavors apple, carrot, peppermint, molasses, and now sugar-free. Once again, welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy's brand products, where funny names mean serious products, and satisfaction is 100% guaranteed.
0: And now it is time for the Tack and Habit segment brought to you by Horselovers.com. And we have Auditor Jill Ekas with us to talk about the Noble Outfitters Large Animal Wound Care Spray. So, first of all, Jill, what part of the country you live in?
5: I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ah, where it's warm
0: years. and sunny all year.
5: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it said it's 57 It's fifty-seven degrees right now, so it's Not good. It's good. I went outside. I don't have a jacket on, and I'm like, whoa. I know people down south, 57, you're probably wearing a parka. <laughs> That's yeah,
0: right. That's right. Like yeah, we're, we're like in winter, winter clothes then. So uh, this it. is a tough product to do a review on unless you have something with a wound, right? So... How, so tell us about that.
5: Okay. Well, what? How about I just let, let me start with what it's about. So okay. basically, it's a veterinarian recommended proprietary formulation. It's supposed to improve wound cleanliness, enhance recovery time on wounds such as they have listed: scratches, rain rot, um, any abrasion, surgical sites, ringworm, mange, fast, and cinch fungus. So how I approach this is I basically, I took it to our barn and we have a mare with severe skin allergies. So we tried it on her. We had a new guy at the barn who gave us quite a few cuts and scrapes on all the other horses. And then we also had a scratches outbreak basically throughout pretty much every horse had at least some uh, level of scratches on their body. So we, we definitely put it through the ringer as far as who and what we tried it on Um, but basically the first thing I kind of wanted to go over is, was it it claims to be a very non-toxic, um, and safe for like sensitive areas on the animal, such as the nose and mouth. So if it's ingested, it's a food grade, um, level so that, you know, if if you get it in your mouth or whatever, that it's supposed to be okay to do so. And so I was kind of looking at the ingredients on it to kind of really try to figure out what is this that I'm putting on the horse. So it says that it is a blend of Alkyl sulfonate and alkyl sulfate. I think I'm saying that correctly, about 18%. So basically that's just I guess an organic compound class of alcohol and sulfuric acid, which is essentially the same things they use in liquid soaps, detergents, toothpastes, and acids, and other foods. And so I guess I got a little scientific here because I wanted to be thorough. The there's like a twenty percent Uh, mixture threshold of irritation so being that it's only 18% out of the 100% you know the whatever it's made out of it's supposed to be good on horses who have extremely sensitive skin which I did find to be the case with let's say Bella our mare um, when you sprayed on any of their cuts or any of her skin it didn't seem to irritate her skin very much or sting when you put it on the horses so if you have a very jumpy horse that's you know, sensitive to cleanings. Like if you're trying to get the soap and water after them, and they're just not having any part of it. This might be a better option for you because it just sprays right on, and it comes in either that foam or just a regular spray. And the foam kind of like tingles up and looks like it's you know, it looks like it's cleaning. It has like a little fuzzing action, a little uh, like hydrogen
0: peroxide when you put it on a cut.
5: Oh, uh, Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that, but without all that sting and in the in the crazy thrashing about that, I'm sure that that would probably give you if you just <laughs> use the hydrogen
0: Why She must have saw me so putting it on point. my cut.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't try it on myself, so I'm not real sure if it would actually work <laughs> on people. But I guess it could. You know, I mean, that's one thing we didn't do. So I know that was a little scientific, but I kind of wanted to look into what it was, being that it was non toxic. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is a natural component in that you find it, it, does claim to, you know, organic compounds is the alkyl sulfate and alkyl sulfonate. However, it says that 82% of it is, it constitutes ineffective adjuncts or whatever. I don't even know what that means. So basically it's just a, some other stuff, but it didn't, I couldn't really get a good clear picture of what else it was mixed with whether it was essential oils or anything like that, but it doesn't look to be that. So basically it's just a good soap and water substitute. You know, mm. it's not too much extra to it other than just...
0: Well, not, well the big bottom line you, question, yeah. though, Jill, is it did it work.
5: It did. Yeah, well, you know what it did? It worked. I'm sorry, that got really scientific, but it did work. I mean, like, so we used it... On the scratches outbreak, unfortunately, it didn't really make a whole lot of difference. I couldn't really see how, you know, using, you're supposed to be able to use it with antibiotics and other healing ointments, but it's basically just marketed as a cleanser. So you could use soap and water just as easily as you could use the spray. Well, that actually is, that's a
1: good question is, can you use, I mean, sometimes it's difficult to get soap and water onto a wound. Did this have a a pump spray or an arrow spray? How did you apply it? So the,
5: the liquid version just had a regular, you know, like a spray bottle spray. And then the foam, there was a foam version you'd spray it out and it would fluff up like that kind of like foamy, um, like the soap that you would use, it would like puff up and give you a nice lather. If you're going to put it like under the underbelly of the horse, you were able to get it on there real nice without having to worry about if you're going to have to get up under there and try to get that spray bottle at the right angle. You know, you could just foam it up in your hand and rub it right on there. So that was really nice applying. So it was good to get in those hard to reach areas or maybe the hard to clean areas.
1: Yeah. So it's only effective for that. Or twitchy horses. Sometimes when if I go to put uh you know just a warm washcloth to, to clean a wound, it's difficult because he just keeps twitching and you know moving away from the the painful sensation. So I I'm always all, I'm all about anything I could pump on or foam on to get in there. You know. Well, this
5: would be excellent for that because the like I said it does not sting. And good. so, any, you know, we put it every horse we put on that they didn't even flinch. When it was do, do you remember as on. a
1: kid? I don't know, this may be going back before your time. Do you remember Mercuricome?
0: Oh, yes, Mercuricome. <laughs> I've,
5: would... I've
1: heard of it. And it <laughs> stained everything. Don't move. And they put this, this <laughs> these red <laughs> drops in your open wound and you'd scream bloody murder, but it was good for you.
0: And it stained everything. I, know, my I mean, it would stain stuff. your skin for a week.
1: Oh,
5: the cure oh, girl. Oh,
0: that I like no, oh, no I never I actually
5: go happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she should have had some of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they would have been good for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I know that was kind of involved. I, I didn't really know how else to, pr- to, to, no, I, I, I think you did a great job. Tried and on
0: it's the most thorough yeah, review we've ever was. had. So that's good. Um, <laughs>
5: yeah, it's not, it's not for everything though. So, I mean, you can't look at it like, Oh, this is this miracle product. That's gonna make the difference. And you know, like, Oh, my horse doesn't respond to any, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good cleaner. It's a solid product if you're looking for something to put on a kite. Like if you want, if you're one of those people that just I have to, I have to clean this with something, you know. So this this would be one of those things that you could carry around, and it's it's you could put it right in your first aid kit. So if you were going to a show, or if you're trailering somewhere, or if you're just on a trail ride and you weren't able to get to soap and water right away, I think that would be you know a, a better option for you to have on hand because they're small bottles and you can just kind of tuck them right in. You know your saddle bags, or you know your your show your tack box. Take it right with you. Well,
0: it's so. available right now at uh, horselovers.com. It's the Noble Outfitters Large Animal Wound Care Spray. It's $14.95, and you can just go to Horse Lovers and search for uh, just search for wound care, and it'll it'll bring it right up. Thank you so much for doing the review for us, Jill. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. Well,
1: I'm always looking for some new goo to put on my horses because, <laughs> like me, we're always kind of getting. Is. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, you know, bumped and bruised along the way. So we'll have to give it a try. I'm glad that she got a, a good review out of it. And I love that she got all geeky and science y. All right, up next. Um, well, before we wrap, I have to tell you, we did something kind of fun this weekend. What'd you do? Well, it did not involve riding. Really? It, but it did involve my horses. Oh, okay. So we had about 14 inches of snow last week, and it was awesome and beautiful and wintry. And then it got up to about 50 degrees, and all 14 inches melted. And it's the, the temperatures up here in New England have been around the mid-40s, believe it or not. So it's been really, really nice around here. And my trailer was parked in the field. It was stuck there in the snow. And I thought, oh, great. Now it's going to be too muddy to get out. I had left it in my field for trailer training, right, which – uh, if you've been listening to Stable Scoop, you're following along, you know that I've been using some of Monty Roberts' methods to help Brody load more comfortably into the trailer. And we've been having a lot of success with that. But, you know, basically I couldn't do anything for like three weeks, almost four weeks. The trailer sat in the field. I was working. My horse is sitting around getting fat. I know. What am I going to do? So it was really nice out. And, and you know, I said to Buck, let's do some trailer training. He was like, okay, how do you feel about You know, if the horses are good with it, we'll put them on the trailer and we'll do another drive by, you know, where we just put them in, we drive them around town and then we unload them and we call it a day. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Why don't we drive down to the beach? Because there's plenty of room to turn around and it's quiet. There's nobody there this time of year. We'll make the loop and come back home. So we got halfway down to the beach and well, so first of all, the horses were fine loading. Like, like they never had a problem, either of them. We popped him right on. It was great. Closed up the doors. we were hoping
0: you were bringing them to Florida.
1: <laughs> pulled away. <laughs> Things are going really well. I mean, it's a really short drive down to the beach. We unload them at the beach. And <laughs> it was so funny. They were like a couple of dogs. Now, Brody's never been to the beach not under saddle. Right? He's, he, I've always ridden him down to the beach and ridden on the beach. I've never just taken him on the lead. So we we get off the trailer, and he literally starts sniffing every little thing on the ground like he's a Labrador Retriever. <laughs> there were there was some burnt firewood, you know, if people do uh, bonfires on the beach, you know, even this time of year. So he's sniffing the wood, he's sniffing the rocks, he's sniffing the seaweed, he's sniffing everything. And I had him on a long lead, and it was fine. We walked around, we went all the way down to one end of the beach, and back, and he was up for sure, but he was just happy in a curious, very brave kind of way, you know, um, he was really, as you would expect any normal horse to be, he, he, when we came upon some kind of moving water, whether it was the tide or, um, we have some of these, there's a big salt pond that, um, lies just to the, the left of the actual beach. And then it breaks through sometimes when the tide comes up really high. So it it creates a river that flows from the salt pond right out into the open ocean. And sometimes it's a calm little trickle. And sometimes it's it's a raging river. Well, it happened to be raging on Sunday. And it cut out like a cliff from the beach and the rocks, you know. So Brody was able to walk right up to the edge of this raging beach river and peek over. It was so cute. He got all the way up to the edge. And he's like craning his neck to see what the sound is. The water was bubbling, and he was, you know, alert and cautious, but so interested. And it was really wonderful for me because I never really had the chance to see my horse be curious about his environment without worrying about whether or not that curiosity was going to turn into some kind of explosion. It was one of the best days I've ever had with my horse. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then, ha, check this it's out. It's fun
0: to hand walk them. You know, we do that all the time here in the neighborhood, and people look at us funny. You know, like we're walking our dog, we're walking the horses around. Yeah. But it's so much fun because you get that interaction you don't get when you're working them. You're it's just kind of hanging out, right? Uh, you know, and, and you get to just hang out and let them be adventurous and do, do exactly what you did.
1: Yep. Yeah. It helped me to appreciate my horse and his personality in a, a whole new, new way. And then, now dog dog who is you know the when when I say bombproof doggy is bombproof. He was like, yeah, all right, kid. He was just looking for grass, right? Anywhere he could find grass is is what he was interested in. But the best part about the whole thing was we couldn't get Brody on the trailer to go home. He just <laughs> he
0: wanted didn't to stay. Go. Huh? <laughs> he
1: it was not he was not at all being a punk. He was very much about I'm not ready to go home. This is too much fun. And it was so interesting because his behavior, I can't give you really good specifics, but you trust me when I say his behavior prior to trailer training and not wanting to load was very different than not wanting to load coming home from the beach. He was willing, but just not interested because he was having so much fun. It took me all of two and a half minutes to get him on the trailer. I really just had to say, listen, dude, it's time for us to go. And he's like, okay, But uh, yeah, I had a whole new education uh, into Brody's personality on the weekend.
0: That was great. Cool. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you got to do that. It it is just, it is fun to walk them, hand walk them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, that's it for today, everybody. We I wanted to make sure everybody knew that the World Equestrian Games radio show, the 2018 WEG show, the first episode is out. It is available right now on our app and along with the new show, The Plaidcast, which is all about the hunter-jumper world. So the, both of those new shows are now available on the app, iOS or Android. It'll be part of an update, so make sure you update our app if you have it on your phone. It's also, uh, up uh, the Weg Show is pending approval on iTunes right now. Probably by the time this goes out, it'll be approved. And so you'll be able to find it on all your podcast players here in the next week or so. Samantha and I had a lot of fun doing episode one. We spoke with somebody from the WEG press office and kind of gave us an update on what's going on at Tryon, how they're getting ready. You know, it's a massive undertaking to get done in 18 months. And then we also talked about what we're going to be doing on the show over the next 18 months. And I have to tell you, Samantha and I were giddy like uh, teenage kids. uh, because. (laughs) you are. Back, you know, it's come back getting all excited for the Weg again. So we of course we did the show eight years ago for the World of Question Games in 2010. If you'd like to listen in, just head over to 2010wegshow.com or horseradio network.com or the app, or however you listen to our podcasts. Uh, So that's the exciting news there, and that's about it for this week. We will see you all again next week. Don't forget, you can find details about today's show. Go to StableScoop.com, and you can get our app, iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. And if anybody can tell me why we have been getting hundreds of downloads from China of our app in the last couple of weeks— I'd be glad to know because I have no idea why. If you're listening from China, please drop me an email at glenn dot com and tell us how you heard about the show. And, mm. and I hope you speak English because otherwise I'm not going to understand the email or, nor mm. will you understand this. But I have no idea why it's happened. <laughs> so that's it. And you can find Helena's show at? ThatNewPortShow.com.
1: Every Thursday, Buck and I are chatting about love, life, and romance in the most romantic city by the sea Newport, Rhode Island
0: very good thank you Helena we'll see you all next week ciao that's wrong
1: no I know I was trying to change it up because I'm thinking Italian love romance (laughs) fine there will be more next week until then happy scooping there
0: you go